Hello. Nice to see you again. Mm -hmm. Put you put some clothes on. Hello, and welcome to this very excellent bonus episode of Hanging bonus! with the Hollowells. Bonus! <laughs> I thought you were going to say boner. I did say boner. Oh, that's even more exciting. Boner I, episode! I, I, just, I just said it very, like, exclamatory, so it sounded more like bonus, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kevin. What? It hasn't even been like that much over a week, but I am like, oh my God, I need my fix with recording with Kevin. This is the worst break ever. It's been, yeah, it feels like so much longer than it has been. And, you know, it just means that we have gotten grown accustomed to each other's company and we like it. I've grown accustomed <laughs> to your not face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is it you can't face? <laughs> No, to your not face because you're not actually here with me, (laughs) so I can't grow accustomed to your face. Yes, I'm. I might be coming to LA in October, possibly, maybe. Oh my god, I live there. I know. (laughs) Come to Wazi does. That'll be exciting. We'll have to do an episode together. Yeah, that'd be great. And speaking of episodes, we're already starting on season seven next Tuesday. Oh man. Oh, man, it's going to be crazy. Are you excited? I am, especially since somebody told me season seven is their favorite epi- season. Who's told you that? You did. Well, it's not my favorite season. Oh, that you liked it more than season six? I liked, I liked it more than season six. Oh, okay. okay. My favorite, my favorite, I, yeah, my favorite season is three, but I do like season seven a lot more than people would probably think. Oh, yeah, I, that makes sense because you're a Prue girl and season three is the Prue girl season. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> but I do think I like season seven more than five and more than six. Wow. So, so it, it is one of the higher ranked after one, two, three, four. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear what your thoughts will be as we progress on it. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm excited because we're here because I passed your quiz. You did. Look at that. Amazing. Yeah, and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to celebrate by myself. I'm going to bring all of our listeners into the party, and we're going to talk about the original Buffy movie. (laughs) The Buffy movie, which (laughs) I watched today. Wow. For the first time in my life. Interesting. I'm excited to hear what you... (laughs) Because I feel like for me, I saw this when I was really young, and like I know feelings from like watching it when i was young to watching it now like so i'm interested to see your take as someone who did not see it when they were young and for your experience did you see the movie before you saw the show or did you watch the show and then the movie i want to say i must have watched the movie before the show because like i have some very strong memories of the movie but i don't know i i think i did i think i did okay I just always remember the box art. Everywhere I went, the box art was there. I'm like, oh, so that's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So those of you who don't know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer came out in 1992. 
And what a cast. We've got Christy Swanson, who has been canceled, apparently, because she's not a great person. <laughs> Donald Sutherland, Paul Rubens, Rutger Hauer, Luke Perry, and Hilary Swank, of all people. I was surprised how many people I recognized. I'm like, all these stars were in this movie that nobody really liked? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. But and I, I think I saw Ben Affleck in there. Was Ben Affleck in there? <laughs> oh, I forgot. He is. He's the basketball, he the basketball team. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what's Ben Affleck doing here? <laughs> That's so funny that, like, you noticed. I already knew that and I forgot, but you noticed. So thank you for keeping us on the right You're path. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> like, this and, is so random. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And this movie, um, it actually. Oh, you know, did you say, did you say, what's his face? Um, Who? Oh, uh, Arquette. Yeah, David Arquette. David Arquette, yeah. I'm like, he, I'm like he's did, in here too. <laughs> why did they not show him on there? But you know what's funny is um, that's like my main memory from watching this as a child is David Arquette floating outside the window of Luke Perry. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And yeah. I think for I think there was a period of time I forgot what movie it was from. I'm like, I remember this happening and I thought it was either Buffy or – I think it, I think I might have thought it was from my boyfriend's back. Do you remember that movie? No, I know the song. <laughs> Her boyfriend like comes back as a zombie, and that's the movie that my mom and I have this like oh my gosh memory of because he's like a sentient zombie. I think if I remember right. So he's just kind of like chilling. He's just chilling, chilling out, hanging out with her like he's like normal. <laughs> yeah, but he craves like human flesh. And I remember there's this scene where he's walking through a library and he sees this very large girl like sitting down and he wants to eat her. And <laughs> this poor girl in the credits, she's listed as chubby girl in library. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that poor actress. <laughs> Right, her claim to fame is like, "Hey, kids, look, I'm chubby girl." It's <laughs> <laughs> probably like I always think of movies like that. That type of movie reminds me of something like Drop Dead Fred or Idle Hands or you know those movies. Yeah, you're making me realize. Like, I think there's a lot of movies like this, like these dark comedies that all came out in the '80s, and I just remember like they were always showing on TV at any given time, and I think that's when I saw a lot of them. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this movie actually uh, cost seven million to make. It actually made sixteen point six million, so it wasn't a flop, but it wasn't a huge success either. And if you had to guess, Kevin, where do you think it sits on Rotten Tomatoes percentage wise? Oh, oh, okay. Let's see. It's probably gonna be on the lower end. <laughs> uh, I don't know, thirty percent. That's so close. It's 36%. Oh, look at that. Mm-mm. I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and what's interesting is this movie was actually written by Joss Whedon. I, d- I did see that. But he didn't he leave? Like, they changed things while he was on there. He left early before it was over or something like that, right? Yeah, he was very unhappy with how it came out because they made a lot of changes. They changed kind of the... Um, the totally. mood of the movie, he wanted to be a little darker like the show was. And, uh, yeah, he was not happy with the product. And he made his voice known that he was not happy. Yeah. So before we get too much more into it, I want to know, what was your experience watching this for the first time? I mean, I did. I thought it was a lot of fun, even though it was, you know, it wasn't like your, the movie you expect it to be if you're expecting the show. But I went in knowing 
what the tone would kind of be. So I was having a lot of fun with it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) It reminded me of like a big, long Power Rangers episode. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) In a way, it was like Power Rangers meets Sabrina meets Heathers or something. I don't know. Like, (laughs) Oh, Heathers. (laughs) (laughs) The fashion was fun because it was like around that time. It was like totally like a mix between 80s and 90s. I was thinking like Heathers and Saved by the Bell or like, you know, <laughs> those movies. Robin Sparkles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Robin Sparkles. Wow. Let's do them all. <laughs> yeah. Because um, the principal reminded me of the principal from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was kind of, it was just crazy. The, <laughs> the zombies, or the zombies, the vampires were all kinds of like, <laughs> it's like your bad, like, <laughs> haunted house like i'm a vampire (laughs) (laughs) they made me laugh (laughs) but yeah i i did i think that um what's the actress's name again the the player who played buffy uh i can't uh, forget her name now but christy swanson christy swanson she looked really good and it was funny seeing her go from like valley girl to like i'm actually very serious about this role now you know like her she seemed to be more taking away getting away from the caricature and going into more, the more serious aspect which i'm like oh i can see this getting into a, a darker territory if they would have let it so yeah <laughs> yeah so actually one thing i don't know if you noticed but the show actually references the movie oh it does huh okay yeah and what joss we didn't it doesn't perfectly match up because in the show buffy is a sophomore and in the movie she's a senior um in the movie you probably noticed her parents are kind of like self-absorbed and like don't really care about Buffy which of course like we know Joyce in this show and she's a now single mom whose husband has left her and like we love Joyce yeah yeah so um what Joss Whedon did is when he developed the show he actually developed it from his original untainted script interesting okay so yeah so you kind of get a flavor of what happened i guess uh, i read that joss whedon himself said the closest adaptation to his original script is this comic series of about five or six comics called um buffy the vampire slayer the origin and i guess it retells the movie closer to the script but still not perfect but um it's really hard to find. <laughs> oh, interesting. But yeah, so this makes so the show is supposed to start kind of after the his version of the movie, right? Because in okay. the show, she mentions that she uh, got expelled got from her last school because she blew up the gym, which is a reference to that last scene in the right. movie. Because I only watched the first three seasons of Buffy, like officially all the way through and i was surprised i'm like oh so she's already the vampire slayer i was like oh i thought because i thought we we're gonna get our her origin story and everything and we don't I was like oh this is interesting yeah <laughs> so <laughs> but i mean i'm glad that we didn't decided to go that route because we got in my opinion one of the best shows of all time so <laughs> it <know>. worked out <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i know we've kind of talked about this on um earlier episodes but we both took separate routes in high school. So what kept you from watching Buffy? I think, well, I was, let's see. It started in 97. Mm-hmm. I was about nine years old and I thought it, it, it scared me. 
<laughs> I was I, I saw all the vampires trailers and I saw and you know it was all high school kids and I didn't really relate to high school kids at the time and I was like oh this is a, a scary show like I wouldn't watch X Files either X Files was too scary for me every time I heard that music I ran out of the room so it just at the time I, it was just one of the things that didn't catch my eye as much uh, eventually I started kind of peering in once in a while. So I did see things, but like when I saw the trailer for charmed, I was just like immediately like, ah, I need that. And I think that's just, it's, it spoke to things that I was all about more like the witchiness and the siblings and stuff. And I did, and the initial trailer didn't seem like charmed was going to be a scary. Cause they didn't show, they didn't show demons. They didn't show any of that stuff. It was more about just the magic. So I was like, okay. <laughs> and I watched charmed and then the scary came with it. And by that time I was already invested Whereas when I marketed Buffy, I'm like, ah, oh, there's vampires everywhere. That's too scary for me. I'm not going to watch it. So that's kind of what turned me off right away. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I remember, like, right from the previews, I was like, I need to watch this show. And it took me a long time to realize that, like, Buffy is synonymous with gay person. <laughs> well, I'm finding that the same is true for Charmed. I'm like, why is why what is this whole gay culture with Charmed too? Uh, so yeah, I'm it was so- funny. I was giving a presentation at work, and I was talking about my podcast as part of it. And I was like, you know, I do the show called at the time Brunch with the Hollowells, and I was like, I get to talk about gay topics, and I've had people write in saying that like it's helped them hearing me talk about stuff, and. I said something like, as we all know, Charmed is mostly watched by women and gays. And everybody in the room was like, oh, I didn't know that. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't really think about it until I grew up. You know, as, a, as I was watching as a kid, I didn't really ha- know a lot of gay people. Uh, I didn't really know my sexuality to myself, really. <laughs> uh, I was just, you know talking to people in my class about it, people who I was with, and none of them were gay that I knew. So it was uh, it, it was a little bit of a mind blow for me as I got older, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you haven't seen Buffy, I'll give a quick rundown of what this movie's about, and then we'll start getting into our thoughts on it. Yeah. So it's about, like Kevin said, Buffy is a senior in high school. She's a cheerleader. She lives a normal life. It basically starts off just like clueless. <laughs> I mean, she is such a valley girl. I was it was so funny to see her just like and it was very clueless. Oh my gosh. The fashion, that's another thing that was the fashion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, one day Merrick, played by Donald Sutherland, comes to her and says, You're the slayer. And she's like, like, no, I'm not. And uh, over time, she you're like finds 50. out. Yeah, you're like 50. What a homeless. <laughs> I love that line. What a homeless. Who says that? <laughs> so crazy. We actually watched this um, Halloween of 2020 and we just died when it was Hillary Swink who said it. What a homeless. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but uh, she starts training with Merrick after she's exposed to vampires and we get pretty much what you'd expect from if you've seen the show in this movie, except for I think a little more lighthearted and a little more like uh, bright colored than the show was yeah <laughs> did you have anyone any of the actors who like stood out to you um i liked luke perry i was i didn't know he was i watched the trailer before i went i'm like luke perry's in this <laughs> I, I really didn't know and i i remember the cover but i didn't even think that was him because he looked so different from what i recognized mm-hmm. him as i'm like oh all right okay i did like him in it he was fun he, he gave me a lot of spike vibes 
especially when he showed up to the dance in that leather. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm seeing some spikes stuff come from you. <laughs> yeah, but, and it's interesting because his name in the movie is Pike. I picked yeah. up on that too. So I think Whedon has a thing for this Pike sound and leather. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even his hair was just like, you know, slicked back and like, he's like, I'm come to protect you from the crazy douches in the school. Like, <laughs> Kevin. What? I just made another clueless connection. Oh, you did? What? What? When they're in the restaurant and uh, uh, Cher says, I'm saving myself for Luke Perry. Oh, guess. <laughs> <laughs> they're so connected. Yes. We were I like, think one person first, but second. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, uh, the two people that stood out the most were David Arquette, because he's so funny. And I love seeing him with a little like vampire elf ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he and was also, fun also of course paul rubens oh yes 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 did you recognize him no <laughs> I, 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 was, I was like i was just looking oh it's, there's something else i was watching match game today i'm like that guy looks like Wee herman <laughs> and i'm like oh but i didn't yeah i did not recognize him i thought he, he gave me definitely Wee herman vibes but i didn't really I thought he was just like somebody that kind of looked like him. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, it's not the normal uh, thing you'd see Paul Rubens do. And I think yeah. that was kind of the point. Because I watched like the uh, the directors talking in a featurette that was on the DVD. And they were like, we tried to push him as far away from his other character <laughs> as we could. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, and he's he was just kind of there. Like he, he he didn't play a significant role, but he was just kind of there doing his thing, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the line I liked from him the most was "Kill him a lot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that if you've done your homework on this movie, uh, Joss Whedon, he would come to the set. He was allowed on the set as the writer, even though it was completely out of his hands, the way the directors wanted to go and the producers. But uh, he actually really hated working with one of the actors. Oh, which one? If you had a guess, who would it be? Oh, gosh. I... <laughs> Probably, <laughs> I don't know. Was it Buffy? No. I don't know. Hilary Swank. <laughs> it was Donald Sutherland. Oh, that makes sense. The, the, he said that he just had a bad attitude. Apparently, he would randomly, like, rewrite the lines. And Joss Whedon said it would kill him because, like, he would say these other lines, but he felt like the lines were bad. But the director's like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what it would be like to be a writer and see somebody, like, butchering your script. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at the cast. Seth Green was in this. Oh, I forgot about that. He was one of the little kids on a bike, I think. Ricky Lake was in this. There's all these all these famous people that are uncredited. Oh my gosh, Alexis Arquette. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> That's the, crazy. I don't know why I didn't think of any of this when I was watching the movie last night because I do a Halloween like trivia game every year, and that was one of my questions one year: is what what actor from the show was also in the movie? Oh, how funny. <laughs> I'm totally Randy from Scream. I hope you know this. <laughs> you know, there are certain rules you need in order to survive mm-hmm. a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the nerdy guy obsessed with movies that won't shut up about them. Well, good. In Garden of Evil episode, I have uh, a movie quiz with 
with Bryce, so. <laughs> oh, Brycey. Yeah. I remember um, Redgar Hauer from the um, from the Tenth Kingdom. Did you ever watch the Tenth Kingdom? Oh my god, my nipples are so hard. I love the Tenth Kingdom. I just I bought it, so it much. not too long ago. <laughs> I've had it for like probably about a decade. The DVDs, maybe more than that. I had it in eighth grade watching it. I remember. So, but I would always show my friends like, "You gotta watch the Tenth Kingdom." And I remember I spent like a Saturday when I was like thirteen just watching it. Yeah, I I bought it for my sister when we were younger, but like now that we don't live together, um, our copies at my parents' house. But I found it super cheap on Amazon Prime, so I just got it there. But um, I remember one time my uncle and my cousins were visiting, and they ended up staying home all day one day while I was at work just to watch the Ten Kingdom because I got them hooked. It's so good. They could have made a whole show out of it, like a whole long show. It would probably been the Once Upon a Time that was better. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it would have been better <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so in buffy was there anything that surprised you that you didn't think you were gonna see um i was surprised that the vampires didn't dust <laughs> i was expecting them to turn into dust but they just kind of stay there <laughs> i keep saying zombies vampires <laughs> um because they i, I they, they acted more like zombies to me maybe that's why <laughs> okay that's fair but uh yeah the vampires did not dust and i thought the cheer sequence at the beginning was very long <laughs> i was like this is long this keeps going on and on. <laughs> yeah when they were doing that whole cheer thing i thought to myself like they look so lazy <laughs> yeah it wasn't a good cheer i know <laughs> but you're right actually um it was interesting that they don't dust. I'm guessing that was probably a um, uh, financial choice. Sure. It's having to pay for all those effects and stuff when you can just have them fall to the ground and make it easy. <laughs> yeah. And they really didn't have too many defining features as vampires. So I think that's probably why like, you're thinking of them more as zombies because they basically like retained their their same basic personality and they didn't really like focus on their vampires their fangs as much i feel like they just have the weird ears yeah 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 whereas like in the show they completely changed to like a demonic being mm-hmm. these are like zombie elves yeah. <laughs> zombie elves <laughs> and i guess one of the things that joss whedon did to differentiate from the movie to the show is kind of last minute he decided to put the little like vampire nosy thing on people their face oh yeah yeah and a lot of the actors hated that because it took an hour and a half to get into it and out of it. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, I think we've all seen the the tabloids in the news. Joss Whedon's not a good person. So, like, Kevin and I don't condone his actions, but I think it's still okay to appreciate his works. Yes, it's been really crazy like the whole christmas carpenter stuff and the more people coming out it it's it is sad to hear but i, did, I don't know if you heard i did a podcast on uh but a song where we talk about dr horrible sing-along blog and there too we talked about just we didn't and how we can still appreciate the work even if we don't appreciate the man yeah so. i'm yeah i think like Joss Whedon hearing that he's an asshole like was hard for me because a big part of like my writing was inspired by his writing yeah 
And the other one is J.K. Rowling, and she just keeps getting worse. Oh, my gosh. She is not letting up. And she, she is so unapologetic about it. She's like, everyone hates me. I don't care. I'm like, this is what I say. I'm like, all right, bye. I mean. Yeah. The other day, she wrote something basically on Twitter that said, like, go ahead. Try to cancel me again. Last time my book sales went up. I was like, oh, you're such a bitch. Such a bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, even, like, Brad Kern from Charmed. He was the showrunner on Charmed. He's had lots of things. He had um, sexual allegations on NCIS, and you know, he if he had fights with that's that's why I, I don't know if you, heard, you did hear the podcast, but that's who I think Shannon Doherty had the main conflict with in the show, not Alyssa. You know, so uh. <laughs> that's true because Shannon doesn't like stand up for stuff like that happening, right? Mm-hmm. Or I guess she stands up to it. I guess is a better way to say it. Like right. she doesn't let shit get past her. No, no, <laughs> she will. She will. She's a committed and dedicated woman and you know i i applaud her <laughs> mm-hmm. do you want to know what the most disturbing most scariest part of this movie was to me oh what so hillary swank is friends with this kind of like quiet girl who doesn't fit in as much do you remember her yeah 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 oh yeah the, oh that's the one where she's like I can't believe that you did that to me. That one, yeah. I was yeah, like, "What that's the horrible. hell is that line?" <laughs> that is horrible. Yeah, because last the last thing you saw her before that was in the car, and like, oh my god, she was just raped. Lovely. Yeah, basically they try to make a rape joke, and I'm glad it wasn't just me who thought that was a little much. I'm glad that you picked up on that too, because that was just so disturbing. <laughs> yeah, but of course now you now you think about who wrote it in. <laughs> maybe <laughs> true and it makes me wonder like what did she let him do was it like butt stuff was yeah. it just normal stuff like i don't know that was just a weird line yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah you're right i wonder if that was whedon who added that or if somebody else added that later mm-hmm. oh oh you know what was you know what was offensive to me some what? of the wig the wigs the hair <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> I, the, the first thing that struck me, well, that one vampire with that had his arm fall off. His wig was his hair was horrible. I don't know what that was. But then I think of like when when Buffy was on the motorcycle and you see her and you t- clearly tell the stunt double in a bad wig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Rucker Howard looked like you know Dracula Trump. So it was. Uh... <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> yeah. Fun, crazy, scary hair. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I I feel like now when I watch this, um, it's not as fun as when I was a little kid. Like, I found myself getting kind of bored in parts last night, but, like, it's still something I like returning to every once in a while. I mean, yeah, I can – it can be fun if you make it fun. I mean, for my first time, I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> What a great um, tagline to put. I didn't hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Of course, I maybe I would have felt differently if, like, I was watching it for the first time in the '90s, expecting it to be, you know, a a epic vampire flick, and then I might have been really mad. But it helps having time pass and having expectations of what's to come. (laughs) Yeah. Do you feel like it? added or took anything away from the show um no i think it just is like a different interpretation it's kind of like a multiverse you know 
<laughs> MCU. So words, but yeah, it's almost just like another variation or the Spider Verse. It's just like another version of Buffy that is in this world that's different. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little bit cheesier, a little bit Power Rangery. <laughs> I do like that it kind of connects to the beginning of the show, so we at least kind of know what happened to her, even though we have to ch- like change up ages and stuff a little bit. But yeah, yeah. It's nice to see, like, because they mentioned that Buffy used to be a cheerleader in the show. So it's nice to see, like, oh, she was this bitchy girl. But we kind of see the transition, like you said, of her becoming this hardened hero that she is at the beginning of the show. Right. She she goes from just, like, being an egotistical chick to, like, really starting to care about people. And, like, you know, realize the serious of what's actually happening. She's like, I don't care about this dance. I don't, you guys you guys are so stupid for caring about this stupid stuff when there's people dying, you know? So I'm like, yeah. all right. I'm like, you get it. I'm like, yeah, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't, I'm looking it up right now exactly when he appears. But uh, Merrick, played by Donald Sutherland, he actually shows up in the show. Oh, he does. But he's a different actor. Does he has he come in the first three seasons or after? Uh, here we go, season two, episode twenty one. Which one is that? <laughs> See, I don't know this. That's weird. Like charmed, I know. I can tell you right away. I'm like, I don't know that one. <laughs> it's uh, becoming part one. Oh, that's with um, like the when with, with Seth Green and the werewolf stuff, right? Um, let's see. I, I'm not like you with Buffy with Charmed. I can't remember these. I oh. had an ex who could do that though. Just like you, he could be like, "Oh, episode three in season three, this happens, this happens, this happens." I'm like, "How do you do that?" You know, I really. I mean, it's funny. I could say like I'm crazy with Charmed, but I don't really know how I did it either. <laughs> this, Charm, Charmed is the only show I have that ability with, so it's not like a common thing. You know, I bet you it's probably from. Me downloading pictures for every episode and doing, I used to download screen captures and then I would go and I would make little folders in my computer and then I would go with my sister and I would take my, go through each individual picture and have my sister make dialogue for what they're saying in the picture. <laughs> wow. Um, it, I had a lot of fun. I, That's see, a whole new level, sir. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my whole my whole life growing up was like charmed. I mean, that's probably why I, I spent way too much time obsessing over it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was the episode. It was a spike in uh, Drusilla heavy episode. It was the finale of season two, and there's the demon that's going to swallow the world, and that's when Merritt comes into the show. Uh, okay, and was he the same, was he the same character or a different character? He's the same character. He was her watcher in her past high school, but he's just played by a different person. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I have no. I don't remember. I feel like I mean, I kind of do. But I don't. You know, like I think because if you haven't seen the movie yet, just hearing that name, you'd be like, "Oh, he's just another person." But sure, once oh, you've sure. seen the movie, he would stand out more. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You make sense. Oh, thank you. All right, so I feel like the last thing we'll do on our episode today is we are going to rank this movie on a scale of 1 through 10, 10 being, oh my gosh, this is the greatest movie ever. Oh, oh, oh. Well, what are the... (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, what are the the, uh, requirements? Because, I mean, because you can like movies that aren't great. (laughs) 
Yeah. Like, you know? So how, how much enjoyment did you get out of it? Would you recommend it to someone else? Would you rewatch it? Um, did you like the acting? Did you like the music? All those kind of things. Yeah. I'm going to give it a five. Cause it's right there. It's we can go either way. <laughs> okay. Kind of like you. Yeah. Oh, see, exactly. <laughs> mm. Exactly. Any way the wind blows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. So why'd you give it a five? Because I enjoyed it. Um, I thought there were good things in there. There are also some things that I didn't care for or love or just or just didn't just didn't move me enough you know i'm just like oh <laughs> but um you know depending on my mood it could change depending mm-hmm. on how much i drink it could change <laughs> uh, i did i mean it was it was funny i think there was a lot of good sticky things in there lots of fun lines and there was some serious in there if you looked hard enough and you know <laughs> I like that. If you look hard enough, you'll find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just if you have to, you know, if you have the opportunity to analyze movies, you can find some good meaning. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I think the two things that is gonna make me rate it a little higher than my like first knee jerk reaction is number one, the cast. Like this is an yeah. amazing opportunity to see some great actors before their prime. <laughs> I haven't seen. Um, the uh what's her face chick i can't remember her name christy swanson i know the name but i don't think i've ever seen her in a lot of stuff what else has she done uh i'm trying to think there was something else big that she was in she was like i think she was the hot girl like hot ex-girlfriend in something let's find out oh she was in furious bueller and pretty in pink Oh. Oh yeah, she's in Mannequin 2. Everybody see Mannequin 2. Mannequin 2. I used to love oh, the first I, one. I'm thinking of her in Dude Where's My Car. Dude Where's My Car. Okay, I do remember her in that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in Big Daddy. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, she's I feel like she was very much like late 80s, like early 90s-ish star hmm. and then she kind of just disappeared. But she she did look really good in this movie. She was pretty stunning and really beautiful to look at. Yeah. Um, so there's that. So, yeah, I think with the actors and the biggest thing to me as to why I'd recommend this movie to certain people is because it has so many ties to the show. I feel like every person who watches Buffy or loves Buffy needs to watch this movie. That makes sense. And I would agree. You know, yeah. If you, if so I'm going to give it a six. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My first reaction was going to be to give it a four. And then I, I like <laughs> took it up a little bit for those two reasons. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. <laughs> I, I had to rent it from Amazon. <laughs> oh no. It wasn't on Netflix anymore. It was on Netflix. Um, and when I went to go to watch it on Hulu, I had to pay for some stars membership. I'm like, oh. So I'm like, I'll just go to Amazon Prime and I paid $3 or whatever to rent it. So, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, this is one, like, I don't remember when I got it, but it's been in my DVD collection, I feel like, forever. So I just popped it in last night. You know, there you go. All right, cool. Well, I'm glad that you finally got to see this, even though it didn't, like, 
change your world, but at least now you're like one movie better. I feel like I'm more cultured. (laughs) (laughs) You are. I do. I'm like, oh, I see the movie that people know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, cool. So I'm excited to come back next week with our season seven call to arms review. Oh, I'm so, I'm so excited. Um, I start the I start with Witching Minute on number one, right? Yes, you do. Cool, because I have like half of my witches picked for the season already. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, these are the episodes I have. And let's see, I try to you know tie them into the plot. So I'm like, okay, I have quite a few already picked out. <laughs> okay, good. I'll switch it on you then. So that way it ruins all your planning. No! <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be fun. All right. And uh, where can people find you, Kevin? Oh, you can find me on the other podcast. I do Words of the Witches. And you can find me on my personal page, KGZ87. Yay! And you can find me on Once Upon a Cult, which, girl, we are blowing up on that podcast. I've been getting things from people being like, hey, I noticed that, like, you're getting a lot of listens. I'm like, yeah, girl, I am. You wish you were me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting how things just get get to blow up out of nowhere, but it's great. And like, yeah, get the get that exposure, you know. <laughs> and you can also find me on Marvelous Galaxy of Disney. That's my new baby that needs some more listens. Don't go oh, listen to me. <laughs> I listen to you every week. I love it so much. But I'm also a big Disney nut, so it helps. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, cool then. We will see you next Tuesday. Oh, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Bye. Bye. What a homeless. <laughs> <laughs>